It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Her point is a very good one. I I do think that the Steelers' problem is Jimmy's and Joe's, and the Browns' problem is X's X's and O's. Yeah, yes. Easier to fix. It is much easier to fix. The clay's there. Yes. You just have to mold it into the piece of art. Right, yes. Um, So, a lot of us are wondering, what will the pregame tailgating look like in, yeah. in downtown Cleveland? The game now is eight hours away. Yep. Mike Polk um, decided that he wanted to check this out. He's a man of the people. So there he we is. go now live to Mike Polk. Who's, a tie. Uh, inappropriate. That's inappropriate. At, uh, at Noble Beast. Yeah, wearing the game day tie. That's an interesting yes. choice. Um, it, the atmosphere there, Mike, seems completely off the charts. <laughs> <laughs> It's getting out of control already here, you guys. Tell them to it's, pipe uh, down. It's pretty nuts. We're at a Noble Beast Brewery uh, right across the street from the station, I guess because it was the most convenient. And uh, I got to tell you, the party is not off the chain here quite yet. It's a lot of, well, I'll show you, it's a lot of business casual diners um, who aren't aware that there's a Browns game today, kind of just like getting their drinks and stuff. Oh. Yeah, that is Anthony. There's a, um, a Pittsburgh couple here. I think they're fighting. Boo. I can't tell, but I'm pretty sure. No, don't. They're nice. Tell, they these guys, nice, they have that, that hey, Yeah, that is. That's Adam Bull. Say hey. hi to Adam Bull. Go ahead. There they are. There's these guys. He's coming uh, from right across the street. It looks like he's coming from Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> While being shelled. Oh, no. <laughs> That's Mike's Blackberry. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a cord stretched across <laughs> Lakeside. <laughs> That's why restaurant. Anthony's there. He's telling people, don't pull that cord out. That's our lifeline. So, Anthony's security. Oh, we got a hot Did we get spot. Mike back? Anyways. He's back. Let's get yeah. him back. As there he is. Sorry. Yeah, go back to the I don't sweet spot. Don't, don't move. Wi-Fi. Don't move. Yeah. Lock that sweet spot in the, lo- in the Wi-Fi down. There you go. Well, you just missed a lot of really cool people saying hi to you, just so you know. Well, tell and them we said hi. Some Pittsburgh fans. Yeah. Uh, unlike Jason um, and Jay, I'm a man, and G and I are men of the people. Yes. What, what, what? Jason yes. and Jay don't mess with the riffraff. <laughs> how, how are we catching strays over here? I don't know. I don't know where that came from. Okay, so... Uh, Guys, like I said, the point is um, maybe we could should have picked somewhere that's not just for business casual lunches. And it is, in fairness, it is about eight hours before the game. 
Um, but we are going to get this party going one way or another, whatever I have to do. Yeah. We got some t-shirts we're trying to give away too, as you know. Well, I think and everyone I here gets one. They'll <laughs> light much. up when they get these t-shirts. You know get, they're going to light up the, Get, get rid of the face caricature one. <laughs> yeah. Poke, you want to give us your headline? You had yeah, oh, yeah. an interesting headline. headline. So we'll start with Oh, Poke. yeah, once you read it, I already forgot what it was. <laughs> Let's take it full. Poke, do you want to read it or should I read it for you? Okay. So here's my theory, you guys. My theory is that the Browns are going to tie again with the Steelers. Just like back in 2018. That's amazing. <laughs> By the way, I like up on the top right, it says Anthony out in public. Big mistake. <laughs> That's a good call. Fantasy football not looking good for McNuggets. Me neither. You could have shot the, uh, me in there, too. I love the error image deemed not safe. Yeah, right. For, work. For work. You think it's going to be a tie? Mike, you're predicting a tie. I am calling for a tie, you guys. That seems oh. like the weirdest thing that could happen, and it seems like that's what should happen because will of it, that. Will it be a 0-0 zero, zero tie or a 2-2 two, two tie? Hmm, hard to say. No, I actually think it's going to be the exact same, 21-21 to 21 once again. Because, again, I'm going for just the weirdest things that can happen now. That seems to be what's going <laughs> Makes on. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Will... Anthony, don't give out all the T-shirts. Make them earn them. <laughs> Sorry, he's giving out... <laughs> He's a rookie, you guys. I know. He just gave one to a Pittsburgh fan. I don't what? know what, what's going on around here. Anthony. I know. He, no, it's fine. She seems nice. She's being nice. <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, hopefully, yeah, we gotta, hopefully the crowd gets whipped into a frenzy. Let's go. Coming back get him going. Two more times. Yeah, yeah. At least that's what the rundown tells doing, us. I'm going to start doing some push-ups in front of him. I think, I think okay. that will help. You get him fired up. Thanks, right. Mike. Take your shirt off and do push-ups. It works every time. There you go. Drink up. Drink up. By the way, guys, I don't think there should be ties in football. No. No, I think that's, never that's, be a tie that's in the football. dumbest no. thing of all time. It's and, and now you, you cut the overtime to 10 minutes. That was, that's brilliant. Yeah, why did they do that? That's the dumbest thing Because ever. it's a safety issue. What do you, the players, for, uh, the so players, but let's play 17 games. The players the play, wanted it. The they players, don't care about that. The players are exhausted. The players, like, I've, I've do you think the players want a tie? No, I don't no. think they I'd want to tie. I'd rather see what they do in college. college Why is that nonsense with the two-point conversion yeah. and once they get to triple over? See, I, I hate changing the rules once you get to, like, like with baseball. I hate the ghost runner at second. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But I, I actually like it. I, 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 I would, but it. I love it. I, you can't play a game under one set of rules for this amount of time and then say, you know what? Screw it. We're tired. It's like soccer here. when they go to penalty kicks. Penalty kicks. I, I hate that, too. Dumb too. I hate that, too. Okay, you, you're the better team at penalty kicks. You're not the better well, team And soccer. so college football technically is like that. All right, we're just going to give you the ball at the 25 or the 30. But I still are. like that better than the team. I, lo- I like the college model much better, but I don't like that they've now gone to it once they get to triple. Man, I like what they do in the NFL. go for the two-point I think they should just do it like college, except don't start for the 25. You just you keep going back and forth. So one team let me, doesn't let score. Me tell y'all, let me tell y'all what they do. When, when yeah. you practice, they run your ass off in the heat sure. for months, yeah. and you tackle people. What do you mean you're tired? Yeah, I don't this know. is the part of what. That's the part of exactly. the game. Like it's it's, 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 a, it's a sixty minute game. They're exhausted by the end of the game. Now you're asking nobody. Nobody that's the point. I get that. So it's a battle of attrition. <laughs> but it doesn't but, but happen that much that you shouldn't be able to do it. No, it yeah. doesn't. And and I'll say this: if it's a player safety issue, like the league is oh, really Lord. concerned about player safety, I probably shouldn't led with that but yeah. I'm saying because now, now there's 17 games but that does have a lot to do with it is these guys just we're in a 60 minute car crash how many games and go now you're overtime every go, year would you guess handful 10 probably per team that. maybe okay. I mean on average probably one per team maybe okay. two so maybe there's 25 overtime games a year. yeah I don't know yeah whatever it is and how many and, go to a tie one or two a year I'm so a, those are the only games you'd have to worry about going longer it's going to happen may I mean maybe 
three times a year that I'm it would go. I'm just telling you, go ask the league office why it's 10 minutes. It has, a, to, it has to do with the fact I know. I just, I just don't like it. I I'm think a walking, it's stupid. I'm a walking, you can't hide behind players. I am a walking crash test dummy. I never yeah. played a down in the NFL. And I can only remember one or two games we even ever went into overtime. And trust me, them plays that you're talking about, they don't really, they, they're not going to make or break whether or not you're, you're injured for the rest of your life or injured substantially. Do you think every player would want to keep playing rather than have a tie? Hell yeah. You know There's no way. Like, we, I would almost, if, if I was just sitting here listening to Polk say that, yeah. I would consider that a loss. If we it tie, feels like you, a loss that's a loss. Tie. It feels like it both does. teams that's lost. That's a loss. It does. Yeah. I did all this for what? We came out here to prove a winner. Yeah, <laughs> not not say oh you guys had a, both remember, had a good job. I think I think I have this right in my mind. It's yeah. been a long time. Do you remember the game the Eagles played, and it was getting close to the end of the overtime, the then fifteen minute overtime period, and I think Donovan McNabb thought the game was going to go to a second. Oh yeah, overtime. he didn't know. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. He didn't even know what the rule that's was. Right. I remember that was a long, a long time ago. <laughs> that's how. That's how he thought. Wow, wait, it's over. It's a tie. Yep. How about we have There's the, no second overtime? How about we have the linemen do a sumo wrestling match to break the tie? What do you think of that? <laughs> no, Anything but what they do now. <laughs> I mean, it just sucks ties. Field goal kicking anyway. contest. Mm. I would be, you know, that's akin to soccer and the penalty kicks. Yeah, you, 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 you line it up from fifty. No, you I don't yours. want goals. Let's you have, make yours. Line it, move it back five yards. Admit, though, the feeling of watching that would be better than turning the television yes. off with it ten to ten. Nothing's worse over. than a tie. I, I, you no. feel robbed and cheated. Yeah. I actually like Okay, um, so now we're going to do what? It, headlines? What, uh, no, we're going to do the rest of the headlines. The rest of the headlines, yep, yep that's and right. we're going to start with uh, Jason Lloyd, his yep. first time on headlines. Let's see what he does. Well, I come from a newspaper background. Yeah, you better be good at this. And I totally forgot, even though Mike sent like three reminders. And at 7.15 this morning, he's like, got to have a headline. I was like, <laughs> totally forgot. Now you're under deadline. So, yeah, now I'm on deadline. Headline under deadline. So, I went with, so I've never, yeah, okay. So, Steel Curtain, S-T-E-A-L, Browns steal a late win on a late Cade York field goal. I think it's going to be close. Are we we supposed to give scores, or is that later? Yeah, no, we give scores. We'll combine this all. We're going to squeeze this in. I'm thinking, like, 23-21, something like that, really tight. And every game that Browns play may come down to a Cade York field goal at the rate we're going. (laughs) Right. Win or lose. All right. uh, Is G. Bush or Bull? G. Bush, you, then Bull. Am I supposed to have it on top? Off that, like, I'm yeah, we don't know. we don't commit these to memory. I want to see if G. No, no, let's take it full. Let's take it full. Let's <laughs> take, let's take it full. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. I like <laughs> you, you didn't I, come up with it. So. I yeah, like it. <laughs> I like this. Sound good. The silent assassins, Chubb and Cooper, put away the Pittsburgh Steelers with uh, four quarter TDs. I like the silent assassin. Yeah, thing yeah. Because the, uh, between the two of them, yeah, they you don't just, even know if they're in the room. Yeah, they don't, don't even know. Matter of fact, if it weren't for the crowd, you would have never knew they scored. So you've got each of them with a fourth quarter touchdown, and the Browns win. Sounds like yeah, going yeah, away. Yeah, mm, they were down. They oh, needed they were them down, two. They, 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 came they back. needed them two touchdowns. Oh, so we're gonna pull the Jets. Yeah, they needed them two touchdowns. Wouldn't that be funny if we did that this week? Scored two touchdowns in the final two minutes to win. With I would timeouts. Say, oh, I'm gonna no. go out on a limb and say that's not gonna happen. It took 2,229 games right? for it to happen twice. I would. It much ain't pre- happening tonight. I would much prefer it be like a like a seven minute type thing, not two. That's yeah. scary. Well, I'd mm. prefer 45 nothing, but I also like six lottery numbers in advance. <laughs> um, Mine was mine. I thought about this, and I, I, to be perfectly honest with you, I almost went with a straight up Steelers win tonight. Mm. Um, mm. But at the very last moment, I, and I think Tyvis helped me get there. 
He's 1,000% sure, not 99.9. He's 1,000% sure that they fix this up and clean this up. So the defense fixes issues in victory and back on track. I I really think it's going to be one of those ho-hum games where you're like, I don't know what the hell the headline is other than that they're back on track. Thursday night games are ugly usually. They typically are. They're not. It's not crisp football. A lot of mistakes. Guys don't want to be there. That's right. Your boys is loving you right now, Tyvis. They they swear you to Houdini. Listen, if I see any broken plays, I'm not even going to Jungle Woods. I'm coming to you via text. What happened, bro? Well, we (laughs) have to get him on the show Monday. If if there are broken plays, his ass is on the show Monday. Uh, Because he's got some explaining to do. (laughs) He and Joe Woods. It's his fault. He guaranteed us. Tyvis is on the hook. Tyvis is on Friday, by the way. So he's on Friday no matter what happens. Oh, 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 but I want him. No, oh, tomorrow. Oh, Friday, that's yeah. right. That's need, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Friday's Monday. Get your, tel- get, yeah. get your telestrator ready, bro. I, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I know. I know. So, Bull, what do you got? All right. Bring it up there, guys. True Blitzky. <laughs> I like Browns that. D ruins Mitchell's that. homecoming. I like uh, listen, I am. I, I get it. There's reason to be concerned about the Browns defense because the communication issues have been a disaster. But we know that the I, – I know you're starting to waver on how much talent there is, but I'm not. And I refuse to believe, and if I'm wrong, <laughs> I will destroy everybody on the defense tomorrow. But I refuse to believe that the Browns, with all the talent they have on defense, will continue to have these egregious mistakes against bad offensive teams. And that's what the Steelers are. As much as I don't love Baker or Flacco, I think Trubisky's worse. As much as there were issues with the Panthers and the Jets' offensive line, I think the Steelers is worse. Now, the Steelers' skill position talent is fine, but if you if your quarterback stinks and your line stinks, it should be a problem. Win in the trenches. The Browns have been humiliated. They had a humiliating loss on Sunday, and I choose to believe that this is a prideful team and a lot of prideful defensive players that have had their ego kicked a little bit. And I think, at least for this game, they are going to come out and they are going to play angry, aggressive, and violent. It's a character game. It is. It's a total character game. game. What are you made of? And I think the defense is going to show. I think we expected like a shutout or a low-scoring game last week. I think that's what we're getting this week. I got the Browns winning in a low-scoring game 20-5. to Remember, the Steelers were going to field goal and a safety. Remember, wow. when, remember, remember watching the Browns in 2020? Yeah. And you remember how they had the defense with number 23 back there? I refuse, still refuse to say his name. Yeah. 23 is back there. They would give up all kind of points and just do whatever. Yep. It came a point in time where I just refused to be mad at them. Anything they gave me, I would be happy because I naturally assumed they wasn't stopping nobody. Mm-hmm. If they come out here and get torched by the Pittsburgh Steelers, oh, oh boy. given what the rest of the schedule is, there's no way you could have expectations no. for what they're going to do. You it's, just don't. No, no. no chance. You yes, just don't this know. is it. Yeah, because they've got to show up and dominate tonight. He is right on this. You, you do start thinking, well, they're not as good as we thought they were. At some point, uh, being a great elite athlete is both physical and mental. No doubt. Yes. I mean, nobody ever yes. dominates because they're f- mentally superior or right. physically yes. superior. You have to blend both. Yeah. And right now, nobody is questioning this defense's physical ability. They're, they're all capable of being great. But right now, what we're wondering about is, are they able to process and, and, and mentally win the game? That's 100% true. On the other hand, 
if the Browns dominate defensively, we're going to come on tomorrow and say they cleared up their communication yeah. issues yep. and the talent shined through and look yep. how good it was. That's yep. what we want right? to see. That's yep. what we all want to say tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. I'm hoping we get there. Me too. My gosh. Those are the headlines. 21-17, Browns. So early prediction, if it's a tie, Polk's going to win the headlines. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, hello. I'd say so. <laughs> also, if it's 20 to 5, bull wins. Well, that's <laughs> yeah, that's like every week from here on out, bull wins. I was going to say 20 to 6, but 5 sounded more interesting. Of the other <laughs> yeah. ones... And obviously, we'll, we'll pick a real winner based yeah. on the outcome of the game. Sure. I kind of like Trubitsky. I love that. I, I no, I like, like the play on words. Goals. Not going to lie. Thank you. Yeah. Thank so, you. we're going to go to Polk in a sec. But first, we're going to do what the internet is saying. And whenever Oof. we ask the internet a question, it's brought to us by our good friends at PCC Airfoils. Are you looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Mentor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. I'm going to try for a PCC girl. <laughs> From our white bread world. See, he asked for uptown oh, girl. There you go. Just miss. So, uh, as we all saw, Anthony's crushing beers over at Noble Beast with Polk. So oh, I, I didn't even know Anthony had left here. Did you I guys know that? We didn't even miss him. Anthony's out here crushing beers. So, I'm going to have to yeah. move tag board myself and Ooh. do it. So, let's see if I can multitask. I got I questionable I'm jobs. putting my faith in you. Okay. All right, let's take tag board first one full. So, we asked, as we do every day before a game, give us your final score prediction for the game. And if you're right... We'll send you a free T-shirt. Let's take the first one, Mike. Did it work? It worked. Awesome. I got this down easy. All right, David Dawson says 27-20 Browns. <laughs> Julio with an H, 24-7 Browns. Mm-hmm. Dollar Dog Nick, 20-16 Bryant and Hunt score TDs. Cade goes two for two on field goals. And I'll be deleting this once my prediction goes <laughs> off the rails. First of all, uh, I'm That's a little concerned random. that the guy loves dollar dogs so much that he throws them in his name. <laughs> that <laughs> like, is a little weird. Can you imagine being dollar dog Adam? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a little odd. Pause. I think dollar dog both fits a little better. Yeah, that's true. All right. Mm. Two more. How about 23-17 Browns? We get a defensive touchdown, and Jacoby proves he's the second-best quarterback in the division. That's an embarrassing take. Bold claim. You got Joe Burrow <laughs> and Lamar Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> I like him, but I don't like him that much, dog. <laughs> I'm pretty and, sure nothing could happen tonight no. that would make us come in tomorrow and go, that's it, he's Jacoby Burrow. better than Lamar. He's out here dealing. Better than Burrow. <laughs> and last but not least, we have Go Browns, 24-23 Pittsburgh. Of the 192 answers, we only had three for the Steelers, which is a little concerning. But yeah. you know, we got to know our audience. We got to know. Yeah, but what was it last week before the Jets? You said it was like not a single person picked the Jets. Right. There you go. Now and it's 99%. Speaking of the internet, very yeah. few people are funnier on Twitter in the Browns community than the man joining Mike Polk right now from the Noble Beast. Mike, can you hear us? <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, no, a little bit. Hey, look who I found. 
My, this is uh, Paul Brown, you guys. World famous Browns fan. And world famous uh, YouTube. Yes. Have you uh, met him? You're freezing up, Mike. I hate the internet. Plug the cord back in. I'm sorry, I pulled out. I think he just bailed. He said full stop. Um, I think next week we we'll have to pick a bar to that's closer. <laughs> so Maybe we we'll just put a bar in so here. So we're having drinks and invite down people here. in. You you stole part two of that. Why in we 2022? We need to put a bar in the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Why studio. in 2022 in America we, do we, we ever do have problems with the internet? We can have a. What is happening? Why is the internet better? It's 2022. Oh, hold on, it is better. What they do is they rob you. They say, "Oh, all that 5G stuff." Right, right. You don't really they have. Break it. That, they break it down to dial it's up. It's so frustrating. Why well, they're not gonna give you all the high school? Come on, now. Mike Paul. Is, I mean, you know, Mike's there. Paul's Paul good Brown. on Twitter. He lives in England. Man, yeah, he's a, he's a definitely a fun follow. Damn hey, man, it. we got that. We got that Oregon Trail internet. <laughs> you got to flip. Wait, wait, it looks like they're over. moving. Let's try it one more time. Let's All see. Right, if let's do it at time. the back of the bar. That must be where their repeater is. Yeah, back there it should be. Well, <laughs> that doesn't look any better. I'm not sure if this is. Uh, oh, this is. That's just working. This is. This Wi-Fi garbage. Well, it's yeah. not breaking up right now. It's just a little. Sorry, chicken. guys. Sorry. Hey, no, you're okay. No, it's, it's, you're good. It's, right it's now, it's right actually now. good. Paul, don't move. Is, is Paul originally from Cleveland? Is Paul? Okay, no one move. Don't Mike not hearing me? Anything. Mike can't hear, so they've got the video okay, kind of figured you. out. A little bit. All right, is Paul... No Mike, one jostling anything. Is Paul originally from Cleveland? I don't even know. It's an excellent question. No, he's not. Paul, why don't you tell, tell them about your story? <laughs> oh, so, my uh, <laughs> I'm originally from... Uh, Originally from uh, England, live in England, but try and come over to five to ten games every year. That's right. Wow, five. I didn't know he was original. I assumed he was from Cleveland and then moved to England. What I didn't know that. Now we know. Are you I, a fan because your okay. name's Paul Brown? How did that happen? I was afraid he was going to pull a short stunk. I'm not going to lie. I can, like, barely hear you guys. While we have Paul here, I'm going to try and quiz him so he can earn one of our amazing – no, we're frozen. No, you're good, Polk. You're good. Cheers. No, no, no. We, no, we, we gave it a shot. We love you guys. No, Mike. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's time to pull ripcord. We tried. <laughs> we tried. Uh, that might be the worst live shot in the history of TV, and not because of Mike. I mean, it literally is like watching um, highlights from the, the Cardiac Kids, bro. Oh, I so mean, doesn't it look like that? What? You, I, no, what? Max Headroom. There was like a 20 second about. delay in the audio. <laughs> and, he's, and he's literally, guys, I'm not kidding. He is a pitching wedge away. <laughs> if yes, I went, if right. I went right outside our studio here, right, I could put a push, p- pitching wedge over Noble Beast. That's how close he is. Humble brag. Yeah, really. What? It's fifty yards. I'd put it through the window of Noble Beast, but that's just <laughs> Tyvis would lose lose the club. So yeah, Tyvis would break their front door yeah. with the club. Tyvis could throw his club from the front of KYC <laughs> into Mike Polk's hands at Noble Beast. That's that's a fact. That is how close they that, are. It, it's, it seriously is right across the street that's from us. Lord. Um, and also right across the street from us on the on the other side um, is uh, First Energy Stadium. You can see it when you go out on our balcony, second or third floor it balcony. Is. You can you can see right. the scoreboard. That's how close we are. You can see the scoreboard and see what's going on inside. And, um, so next week, I think, if, if, do we have another Thursday game? No, not no, not for the season. We have a Monday night football game. All right, on Halloween. Maybe Mike could, could go somewhere with a hard line, like where they can give him a hard line. 
internet. Yeah, but then with in a bar, it comes into a, a safety hazard, people tripping over it, or you're in the manager's office, and that defeats All the purpose right. of being at the bar. It's, yeah. it's a lot of logistical. Well, Jay said issues. we could have a bar down here. That's what yeah, he told me. Yeah, the suggestion is you just throw a bar in down here. You invite fans to come into our studio, and we have our own. Uh, we, should, we should we should have a bar here. That's we actually should. a really good idea. I don't idea. know how we don't. Uh, I, mean, I am thinking though, real quick, just while I'm thinking out loud here. With Wi-Fi issues, the oh. more people, the worse the Wi-Fi is. So actually, that may have been the best bar to be at humanly possible. Well, there today. are only six people there. So the Wi-Fi should have been Chris. If we Rock go somewhere solid. where it's packed, we're not getting a yeah. signal yeah. whatsoever. I mean, that was – you're right. That was Oregon Trail that Wi-Fi. Was, that was – It's just ridiculous. Meager that's still happening. <laughs> well, it gives us more time to talk Guardians. Yes. They certainly deserve it. So let's – Yes, uh, it does. Talk um, a little Guardians before we get to final takes. Let's do it. Last night, 8-2. Uh, to two. You could watch the soul leaving the White Sox in real time. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think you're right. I think it did happen the night before, the quit. Uh, when they gave up five in the 11th, they, there was a they shot after the game was immediately over last night. They took a shot of Abreu in the White Sox dugout. And he looked exactly like all of the Browns did yeah. after Sunday's loss. Well, was, even, he was wearing it. We're done. That's the even, one they had to win. They had Dylan Cease on the mound yeah. against Aaron Savali coming off the DL. If you and yeah, they got the benefit one. of that well, terrible call at the plate. Like, that should be a win. They got the benefit of a terrible call at the plate. They did. They got Classe to blow a rare save. Yep. And they still lost. And in the top of the 11th, I felt like they quit even when they didn't take – when the manager – uh, what's their interim manager? I can't think of his uh, name. Miguel Cairo. Miguel Cairo, right. He didn't pull Jake Diekman, who clearly it, didn't have it. it How do like, you quit in baseball? Like, it ain't physical. I don't know that they actually did, but it felt like no, they that's did. A, it's, it is. So, uh, to me, when you say someone quit, that is the biggest insult right. you can it's have. It's like you're playing with no energy. I, I, I'm okay. saying that they quit. It, it just looked like yes. they were not invested. No, no, no. Last night, not covering third base. And then, to your point, Cairo leaving his pitcher out there. Okay, yeah. you got to try. I mean, let's let's remember, you start the extra inning with a runner at second. Right. So, you already got a rally going. Yeah, plus the and Guardians' just gonna, best relievers were all been used by that I point. know, I know. So, what was going to, you know, right. who were they going to, and, and as it turned out, they did score two, two in the runs, bottom right. on a home run. Yeah. So, it looked to me like they quit two nights ago. And then last night in the first inning, they're kicking the ball all over the infield. They yep. had a ball drop between two uh, an outfielder and an infielder that yep. were coming together. They did not look like a team that was scrapping for a playoff spot. No. And that's what told me th- this race is over. Yeah. I think they're going to get boat race today because Shane Bieber's Agreed. going for the for the Guardians. Who's pitching for the soccer? Johnny Cueto. Cueto oh, is, Cueto. and that's he's right. hit or miss. You never know what you're going to get with him. Me so, somebody set me up. For all, for all the people that, are, that have tuned in now, and they said, okay, Guardians look like they're going to the playoffs. Yeah. Can somebody let me know and let the people out there know Exactly what is the best case scenario? Who are you looking to play? They have it. So who 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 would they be set up to play the Mariners in the playoffs? The Mariners That's right the, now they're the they're the lowest. Uh, but they're, it's they're, close. They're, they're only the like last, a half game behind the Rays. I thought the I thought the Rays the Mariners were well, like a half game behind the Rays. Going into last night, it was the Mariners. They were in the third wild card. And by the way, we had said yeah. that the well, Guardians have no chance to make the wild card. Right now, the Guardians, with their record, would be in a wild card spot. Right. So but, they've really fought their way back in there. But it would yeah. be the Guardians. At home for three games against the Mariners, right? But the Mariners roll—they're tied in the loss column, so it could—it could end up being no, either I, I, of them. No, I, I'm saying, right? But right now, it would be the Mariners. As we yes. sit here right now, it would be the Mariners. Now, obviously, that can change. And even between Seattle and Toronto, there's only two and a half two games. A half. If, if right. I think the the key is they're going to have the last place wild card winner, the number three wild card winner, yep. for three games at home. So right. it's either going to be Toronto. 
Tampa Bay or Seattle. I, think I would th- much rather it be Seattle. I don't know. I think all three of those teams are pretty equal. I, I don't know that there's I don't know that I like or dislike any of them more than the others. I like I, I just I would rather take Seattle. I don't know what, what you think I would, about that. Anyone but Toronto. I would I don't want to mess with Toronto. I don't either. Toronto scares me and Tampa scares me too because weirdly Cash has kind of had the Guardians yep. number yeah. since yeah. leaving and going to Tampa. So I just, as I'm looking at it, I would love it now. To, to your next point, and I, Cleveland's not one to put the cart before the horse, yeah. but if they beat the Mariners, they would get the Yankees, should they prevail in their uh, right. opening series, ooh. they would get the Yankees. And they, but the, I know you say, ooh, but what you don't want is the Astros right. anything oh, no, no, before no, the no, ALCS. No, yeah. no, no, no. Because the Astros, in my no, mind, no, no. are just about rubber stamps no, no, this year no, they, to play the Dodgers in I, the World Series. I learned a couple years ago when they spoke to, <laughs> spoke to Indians. I'm like, oh, hey, you're not going to get a dub off these people? No, not at all. Yeah. Uh, so, I, hey, if you, get a, if you can get a first-round series and you get three games and you can win that series, I think that changes your fortunes a whole lot. I think that changes. I think you start to build up some some money in the bank, some cachet with, with with some fans because you know you weren't supposed to be here anyway, right? You, this you was a year two three years. All of y'all said these guys are two three years early. Now if you can go into the off season saying, hey, we got to the playoffs. Not only got to the playoffs, we gave uh, we gave the Yankees run for no, and God forbid they make it to to the ALCS. I think next year you start to see a really big bump in attendance. I also think that casual fans will say, hey, this team is somebody who might want to invest in. But I, I think a, a, a series win, the first series, is key. You know what they need? Honestly, they need home gates. So having yeah. this series at home helps because you can funnel all that money back into the payroll next That's year. Right. So if you can get even two home dates – you're guaranteed two home dates. Yes, guaranteed. And you would think they would sell out. I mean, I would hope. Yeah, they will. Oh, yeah. They will. And and again, I made this point before. Part of the reason I think the payroll went down was the coming off the World Series. They extended all the way out. They had a Game 7 home gate. They had all those home gates. And then the following year, they had one home game against Houston. And that's it. Yeah. So if you can get the two home gates here, and if you can win in advance, that's a significant amount of money you can then turn around and pour back into the payroll. You could actually, I mean, it's not an argument. It's a fact. The Guardians benefit from that first series going the full three games. Yeah, well, sure. Just because they get the extra financial the extra gate. gate. And then if should they win, yeah. you're guaranteed at least well, it'd be at least two games. You'd be you would have two games. It's seven, right? That's seven. Yeah, so the AL the ALDS is seven and it's two you're three two. two. No, two t- no uh, two, two two one one one. one, one. one. Is it? I, I it's the World that Series that's two three two only. Oh man! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah two, I don't three, love. Two. Well, you're guaranteed that. at least two. Two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if 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 they win the first series and it goes the distance, you have five playoff gates, which are sellouts. Yeah. Right. And you know that money, as you said, that's a Could big sale away. for next Plus year. Plus the new owner, hopefully, and they need they do need to spend. They they you know you want them to upgrade it a few spots, and if man, if they spend some money to get maybe one more starting pitcher and one more outfielder yeah. or a, or first baseman. Or a catcher. What's been incredible was the, the narrative when the season started was last in payroll, and they made no major moves. Everybody thought that once free agency finally kicked in, that, that the Guardians were going to be buyers. They did nothing. Trade right. deadline, they did nothing. nothing. And what's amazing, and I don't think it's luck. I, I, I would normally say, man, did they get lucky. But there's got to be some skill to it because it wasn't just one player. Look at the voids that they had coming into this season on their roster. I like two guys on their roster and a handful of pitchers. Right. 
all of the voids that we were screaming about, they have filled from within their organization. Jason, you know that doesn't happen. Teams never replenish But they didn't roster. fill them all. I mean, well, they still need a catcher, Bo, Bo, although Bo Naylor's a top prospect. Look at the prospect. outfield situation. We yeah. were like, who's going to play outfield for this team? Right now, this outfield, we couldn't have imagined, even through trades, that they would have got as Cer- much production Certainly from the much outfield. better. I, I think they could improve in center field, but we'll see what Will Brennan how ends up being, too. That, how about the catch he made last night in center field? Yeah, right. right. I mean, I know you, 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 I always say that he's an elite center fielder, and you're like, he's okay. No, I'm just, he's a, he's a very good center fielder, but there are a lot of very good center fielders, and most of the others can oh, hit. I think he's I'm elite. I'm, I, I think Miles is elite. I do, too. I mean, he's Are, are you watching other player. center fielders on a yeah, regular yeah, basis? Yeah, we watch yeah, baseball. I mean, well, when you look baseball. at his, his analytics, he's up there, but he's not, like, he's not I top five. I, I think he is. Well, I, but he's I, not top five based on the analytics. I don't know what else we would base Top five in the American League, definitely. But he can't hit, so in the end, I'd rather well, get better. No, but you better bring something to the party. Neither yeah, I hear Austin you. But, hedges, I'm not, but he yeah, manages the pitches. Yeah, staff. I'm not saying his def- his defense offsets what Lily brings to play. I'm just saying if you look at him strictly defensively. Yeah, I love him. Terry yeah, said it a hundred times. If it's hit to the outfield, I don't want to debate it. The analytics say he's very good. He's well, not the you best. Know what, in one the of the league, things but, that I think worked, you know, they always said that Mickey Mantle never dove for a ball. Yeah, because he didn't need to. He always got to it. Yeah. Um. And now there are always going to be balls that are just out of your reach, but I think that. He gets to a lot of balls on his feet that other center fielders are leaving their feet for. So it makes him look sort of routine and mundane. And, and but he it's fine. Nobody's debating, nobody's debating his defense. His defense is great. But they still need to – I don't want – we don't want to make an excuse for like the Guardians not to spend this offseason. They should spend. No. There's areas where they can improve. But right now the team is be- much better than we thought they'd be. Sure. Nobody really thought they'd r- win 90 games. And they, you know, it seemed like they were clearly the third team in the division, and clearly they are the best team in the division. And obviously they're the the best managed team in the division. And I actually, if I had to rank it, I would put Toronto actually as the first team I'd want to play. I know you guys disagree because their lineup's good. I don't like their pitching. I don't think their pitching's that good. I don't think their bullpen's very good. Um, And and then I would put uh, Seattle second. But to me, it's t- Tampa Bay is definitely the last team I'd want to play in the three. But I think the Guardians match up well against all three teams. The thing that's so unique with both the Guardians and the Browns is they play 80 style of, of their brand, of their sport. Like, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah. I think it makes it really difficult for teams to, to tangle with that. Because they don't see it often. You don't ever see it. Yeah, you, don't, no. you don't see teams in the NFL right now line up with, with the power run <laughs> game that the Browns have, and they no. just come at you and come at you and come at you and come sure. at you. And we've talked about the numbers, say you have to throw to win and all that. But still, the way that the Browns are built, it's very difficult to defend that when you don't see it any other time. It's the same with the Guardians. The way that they can just wear pitchers out and the way that they put the ball in play and the way that they attack on the bases, guys don't steal bases anymore because well, it doesn't pay. Lance what, Lynn had 50 pitches in the second inning, right. too. Well, what, and so did Cease the night before. The thing with the Guardians that's unusual in this day and age is there are other teams, there are some other teams that work pitchers. But there's not a lot of them, and usually those teams also have power. Like the Yankees have been a team that not not as much now, but in the past couple of years, they've had teams that that would work pitchers a lot. But they also have a ton of power. Usually, if you're a team that works pitches, but you don't have a lot of power, you're usually not very good in this day of baseball. The, and that's what makes it unusual. You have to be elite at that, and they are. They are as so, a team. They are so aggressive on the base pass. All yes. it's not just one or two guys, right. and, and not again, just stealing bases. But but the but the stealing bases part of it. Yeah. You don't make money. Like, teams don't pay for stolen bases. No. That's why guys don't steal. That's yeah. why organizations have deprioritized. It's, it's wear and tear on your body. Yep. 
and you don't get paid for it. So the guys don't run. And, but and you win games that way. You, you can. can. You, you, you can. can so here's something that I'm they fascinated by. They need to. By. They don't have power. No, I know. But yeah. here's something that I'm fascinated yeah. by. You always hear this conversation in October. Well, you can live on the home run in the regular season, but you don't. they're not as reliable in the playoffs. Cause obviously, you're facing elite pitching. Mm-hmm. I would rather rely on the way the Indians are doing it than the way the Yankees are doing it. Because it just takes... First of all, the game plan against the Yankees, you're just not pitching to them. You're not pitching to Aaron Judge, period. Shouldn't, we have been say, shouldn't teams have been doing that for the last month? Yeah, but yeah. once you get in the playoffs, it's easier to... It, you you yeah. can do that. You know, you're in a win or you know, be done situation. Yeah. He will kill you if you, ha- if you have to yeah. pitch to him. Their I, lineup I saw, has improved lately he's around the, He's him. in the lineup. He's in the leadoff spot. I don't know if you guys watched it all last night. They scored a ton of runs. He did not hit a home yeah, run. right. But Aaron Boone has him in the leadoff spot. To, he, right. He wants to maximize his around. Well, and he wants to maximize, maximize his at-bats. Bat. Right, sure. He knows he's smart. chasing Roger Maris and yeah. all of that. But I, I do think that when you get in the playoffs, I would much rather lean on the way the Guardians do it than the way the Yankees do it. Because we've seen yeah. teams that are home run heavy get to October, and they have a couple of games where they don't hit home runs, and their season's over like that. Like yet. the 95 Indians. We well, got, sure. Yeah, you got you going against yeah. these pitches that is cold outside. You, if you play it up here, it is. You can't count on just hitting three-run home and runs. And you're hitting elite. But a, lot of, a lot of these teams get fat off the mediocre to bottom of the rotation guys. When you're in a playoff situation, yeah. you're seeing front of the rotation guys almost every night. Mm-hmm. That's true, and that's why I think the Guardians match up well with all of those teams because they can – the Guardians – Do they have the best top three starters? I, no, I, the Ast- – you mean between those four teams? The Astros the teams, have, Yeah, no, 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 no yeah. the Astros are uh, – yeah. they're their own beast. Right. But I, I would talk about the Yankees, the Blue Jays, well, the even Tampa Bay. I think the Guardians right now, the way Bieber is pitching as a Cy Young-looking pitcher, the way Tristan McKenzie has looked the last month plus – and I, I it's just close. It's close with Tampa because Tampa, although McClanahan got hurt again. Yeah. He left his last start. I wondered about that. Have you heard anything about where I have it. They said it was not major and they expect him back for the end of the regular season. But well, that's supposed to come back, but I don't think yeah, it's going to be in a major try. role. They can't rely on yeah. him. Yeah. No, I, I don't think But so. he's been great and uh, Jeffrey Springs has been fantastic yeah. for them. So they I, just keep finding. I mean, it's the Rays. They, they, the Rays they always develop. Like, you look at their yeah, bullpen. Like yeah. You look at the bullpen. They got a bunch of no names in there that just pitch well. We have, the, we, we have the best bullpen in baseball, in my view. Yeah. I, I mean, don't think any team in baseball can boast the bullpen. No, that, and the that, Blue that the Jays have, have the the Blue Jays of the contending teams that we're talking about have the worst bullpen. I, their closer Romano's been really good, and they got Anthony Bass. There's been pretty good, but it's pretty. Slim but I don't love that. their pan, and I don't love their rotation. You know, outside of uh, Manoa and uh, and Gosman has been good. Can but, they score enough runs? Can they? Well, score that's the question. We've seen runs. stretches of time this year where the Guardians' bats have disappeared. Right now, this is the best they've hit as a team. Yes, they yeah. are in their hottest stretch. Hopefully, that will continue into the playoffs. But we have seen stretches where they go cold. We've seen it in the playoffs. But you would think as a team that plays this way, that makes contact, that walks, gets on base, and the fact that they seem to be hitting their peak as a group, it would trend well for the playoffs. It's just amazing to me because I was talking to people in the organization in like June and July who were who said they were very aware of their standing, and they can compete with a lot of the teams that, you know, the middle of the ground and the divisional teams and that. But they even felt like, hey, listen, when we're going up against the Yankees and the Astros and the Dodgers, 
we're punching out of our weight class. I wonder if they still feel that way. I, I haven't talked to them lately, but yeah, I do wonder the same thing. If they, I think everyone internally has been blown away by this. Nobody saw us coming. No, Nobody. Not no. even in, no. internally. I was having conversations with people at spring training who said like, yeah, you know, we took a swing at, at Matt Olson and some of this stuff. And when it didn't work, we pivoted to, we want to play the kids. We want to see what yeah. we have with all these kids that we have. And I think they've, and they've answered a lot of questions. Even last night, they bring up another one last night. How many is it now? 17 players. I think this it was season. the 17th and made their major, league, major debut. league debuts and, and the teams in first place about ready to clinch a playoff. And spot. there's still more to come. You still haven't seen George Valera. You just got a glimpse. Bo of Naylor. Oh my gosh. Bo exactly. Yeah. There's still more coming. This is still just the, I wouldn't say the tip of the iceberg, but yeah. it's about the top quarter of the Bo iceberg. Bo Naylor is going to be interesting for next year because they really need a catcher. That yeah, game. he's, I would, I, I don't know if he's going to be ready. Yeah. It would be, it would be a pleasant surprise because then they wouldn't have to go out and pay for a catcher. Right. I still think they could, I, the price on Sean Murphy was so high at right. the trade deadline. Yeah. I think that's something they could revisit. They certainly have the pieces to they go need get to, They need to, they should go out and spend some money on one bat, whether it's a catcher because they don't think Bo Naylor's quite ready or or at first base. You know, go go spend – like, no, at this point, we take a $80 million payroll. Yeah, you know, where so are we, low. 50? I, I mean, know. I know it changes know. throughout yeah. the season. But they, they gave Jose a boost with the new deal. He yeah. got he got more money rolled into his deal this year. Uh, but certainly there is – I mean, you know, they were looking at Matt Olson. Like, they were ready to spend money. Yeah, right? so they, they are. So let's go. Look, but also, yeah. I'll point out, I, I wrote this year, they're going to have to trade Shane Bieber this winter. He still is. Yeah, I, I remember think, yeah. that. And yeah. that's a that's a really sticky wicket that they're going to have to figure out. So they could still spend money, big money, and not add to it. And you know what's the add. interesting thing? They could end up trading Shane Bieber, and the first reaction is like, oh my god. But they might end up turning him into two pitchers that are that they might. That's you know, their that's their mo. But you got to give him benefit of the doubt. You'd hate for them to trade him, but you got to give him benefit now, of the doubt. I would not. Earlier this year, I'm like, trade him now. Yep. While, the, yep. while while he still has value. <laughs> yeah. But he has looked like Cy Young. Shane of old. Shane you Bieber know what though? I know I, I've always been anti this stance. I would trade him this offseason. He's got two years of control because right. you can get a boatload for him and we trust that they will do it right. They'll make the How right. How much trade. would they like to have Carrasco back right now? I think that was a salary cut coming off the pandemic. It was. No, I have him. Yeah, in it absolutely was. But, but it would be nice. Like if you replace him with a good veteran on a short term deal might be something now, you could do. The, the haul that they got in that trade. Yeah, nobody's complaining. Oh. Obviously, Rosario, Rosario and Jimenez. Rosario and Jimenez to me as a second great. base shortstop combination, and I thought Rosario was going to be. And Lindor's having a great year, sure. by the way. I thought great he year. Too. He's over 100 ribbies, having a great year. They're, they're, but it doesn't matter. You got two guys. Having... I mean, I'm this is prisoner of the moment. Yeah. but I wouldn't trade our second base shortstop combination offensively and defensively for anybody right now. Rosario's really put him in a tough spot, and that's a good thing to, with, yeah. in terms of making a decision on him. Absolutely, because yeah. I, and I even made that point to Zach Mizo. I'm like, listen, we keep talking about who's the shortstop of the future. Maybe it's the guy who's there now. By the way, I mean, what the answers in front of us. And I even, think it is. Remember how bad a start no. he got off to? The first six weeks, yeah. he was Look terrible. Look where he is now, yeah. though, and he's you said yesterday that Tito loves him. Oh, Tito loves him. Like, and the clubhouse, he's one of the most respected. I would not get rid be, of him. I wouldn't he either. I'd be, keep him. He may be the most respected voice in that clubhouse. Really? It's, it's, if it's not him, obviously maybe it's Jose. He's top three. That's, like they I, love I'm not him getting rid of him. In I, that I mean, I'm not they messing him. with what they got second, short, third. I'm not messing with that. Yeah, I mean, that from second on over to third base. Leave it be. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take what we have. You guys can keep whoever you got. I, I don't care. They got a decision to make. They're going to have to sign him with a long-term deal then. That's if, fine. If that's then the do guy. it. And he has gotten better defensively. He was not great when he first got here. Yeah, he's, I have questions he's, about He's it. gotten better. I still think Jimenez yeah. is better as a defensive shortstop than Rosario But he's is. good enough. But, he's but good enough. Well, the way it was explained to me was Rosario is not going to play second, first of all. He can't play second. 
and the gap between the two of them now is not as big as you think. Yeah. Internally, that's how they view Jimenez it. Jimenez could win a gold glove. He's sensational. He's Robbie Alomar 2.0 it's as far incredible. as I'm concerned. He plays unbelievable yeah, second base. Um, you want to pivot to final takes Final now? takes. Yep. All right. Get the final takes. Bull, you want to start? Yeah, I forgot what my final take was. Did I write it down? I, I forgot. Uh, well, so I'm going to do this. I was just mentioned this on Twitter yesterday. You know, people have uh, been commenting. And it's some, somebody, you know, I put a video out two nights ago where I was like, oh, I'm so tired. Let, let this game end. Please let it end. And so I got, uh, you know, people making fat comments. And you know what? I, I tell you what, I, this is something for 30 years that I have dealt with is my weight. And I recently have been learning about something that's called intuitive eating. I've been learning about it for a couple of months. And basically what the science shows is that diets don't work. And I've been spending 30 years of my life dieting. Now I'm learning how to listen to my body and I want to be as healthy as possible, but the constant losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight is actually worse for you mm -hmm. than finding the right weight for your body, which may be heavier than I've always thought it was. Maybe not as heavy as I am now, but heavier than I always thought it was. And then just staying at that weight, listening to your body, eating when you're hungry, not eating when you're not hungry, instead of doing fad diets and starving myself in this. So, you know what? You can make all the fat jokes you want about me on Twitter. That stuff used to bother me. It doesn't anymore because I'll say this. I'm proud of myself, you know? And just because I'm fat doesn't make me a bad person or less of a accomplished person or whatever. I'm fat and I'm proud. And if you don't like it, go bleep yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. And, it and Bull, Bull, we like you just the Thank way you, you are. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And, and as people now that have known you and love you, yes. we want what's best for you. And if that's what's best for you, yeah. do you. Thank you. We're Thank on board. You. Thank you. Uh, all right, I was going to do Jason, something. Jason, we may have a picture. Just We'll pull it up if oh. we can. If not, just keep going. Well, no, I'm not. I was going to do something Browns, but I haven't thought it all the way through. I was just thinking about it during the show, and I don't want to get myself in trouble saying. So I, I'm just going to stick with what I originally was Come on, do. go with it. Maybe next week. <laughs> Let me look into it more, and maybe next week. All right. Uh, Aaron Judge is about to break the American League home run record, and nobody may not see it because the Yankees game tomorrow night, Mikey was telling us this before the show, oh. The Yankees game tomorrow night is on Peacock. Who has Peacock? Nobody. And I understand baseball is trying to grow the game and they're looking at all these different avenues and the Apple TV and, and the YouTube games and everything else. And I'm all for growing the brand and growing the game. But you cannot have, if Aaron Judge breaks the American League record on Peacock, did he really break the record if nobody sees it? <laughs> so please, Aaron Boone, for the sake of history, bench Aaron Judge Friday night. Sit him out. Let them play the game on Peacock. And then when the world resumes and we all can watch the game on Saturday, put Aaron Judge back in the lineup. That's my plea to Aaron Boone and the Yankees. Do not let Aaron Judge break the home run record when nobody can see it on Peacock. Let's do it on Saturday when the world is watching. How embarrassing that MLB made a deal with Peacock. Like, I have, I pay for every streaming service except for Peacock. Yeah. It's the only one I don't have. Well, what's crazy is the NFL yeah. always gets it right. Yeah. Prime. Yeah. Right. Amazon Which Prime. everybody has. Major League Baseball always gets it wrong. Yeah. Peacock. peacock. Yeah. Well, and imagine the they peacock have Apple going, TV, which I like too. But yeah, it, I know, you know. But the Peacock deal. But like, Amazon no. is Amazon and Netflix are the two people have the most. Imagine you know. Peacock saying, "We got this figured out. Baseball. That's where it's at. Baseball. <laughs> that's, a, that's a marriage made in media hell." 
Does anybody have Peacock? I Does don't. anybody no, pay for Peacock? But you would if it was the NFL. If it was the NFL. Oh, sure. Now, Amazon, it's an $11 billion deal for 11 years, yeah. and they get one game a week. That's incredible. They will make money on this deal. That's incredible. Oh, yeah, sure. Like, they already like, don't don't people the, already have Prime? Well, like, here's most the thing. Not everybody. So, so, no, I'm glad you, you asked that. You live in hoity-toity Avon Lake. Everybody has no, it there. No, but listen. <laughs> no, he brings up a good you point. You live in Rocky River. Shut you, up. You think everybody not as hoity-toity has it, as Avon Lake. Oh, you're nuts. <laughs> so they do their Prime, the Amazon Prime days or whatever yeah. the hell it is where everything is like fake sale. Yeah. And Thursday of last week was their single biggest subscriber boost day Wow. Ever. Wow. It's amazing. Ever. So, I mean, to the point that the NFL is undefeated and will stay that way. You know what's funny is I bet you 90% of them are single dudes. Because married dudes have prime. Right. That's because true. their Absolutely wife has it. Right. You're right. But single guys, single, you're right. I, I, wouldn't single, I wouldn't have prime. Right. I, I was telling my wife, I've got to get it. She goes, got to get it. We've yeah. had it for years. Exactly. Right? Mikey McNuggets. I didn't even know. Amazon Prime? My parents pay for Amazon Prime and I have it. Anthony, do you have it? Parents, there you go. Yeah. Single guys do not Young have single Amazon guys are the, the ones that bought streaming it all. hasn't yeah. figured out. Uh, yeah. They're losing a boat ton of money because of the password handoff. Yeah. They've hey. got to figure that out. Yeah. All the divorce dudes got it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're got, buying stuff. I need to get these J's. I need about 75. They're like, why are you? I, I got stuff on order. Just keep coming to the house. I was like, you, you'll just send it to me? I just, I don't have to pay it now. They just mm. come. I was like, yeah, this is a new QVC. QVC but, but easier, yeah. but easier. It's scary. It's scary how easy it is. You know he's breaking that record. Friday night on Peacock, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, on Peacock. No, that would yeah. be very baseball of him to break it yeah. Friday. And by the way, he's not going to bench him. Well, we have. No. Well, we have. Can you imagine if he benches him and he doesn't get it? Now he's going to get it. Yeah. yeah. But can you imagine if he benches him and he doesn't, and he get, doesn't it? get it? He, he wants him to get it so badly. He moved him up to the leadoff spot. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm rooting for him to hit seven. Are we going to have like black 70. and white grainy footage of it? Is this, if he does is this it the on real Peacock? record or is the unofficial record that people <laughs> this, think? No, this is the real no, American this League record. This is the American real. League record, but i yeah. got to tell you, that's a great question. For me, when he hits 62, he's the new single-season home run leader. For I, me. I can't. He, it would I be the most. No, I mean, the guys hit the home runs, but was it would Bonds be the clean, clean record. No, no. He was, was Sosa clean? No. Was McGuire clean? No. Did any of them ever Passed the record when we assumed they were clean. No, but in okay. fairness, there were a lot of guys that were dirty. There. I mean, we don't have time to debate no, this, I know. but yeah. But yeah. to me, 62 is the record. And Barry's the record. By the way, I heard it's somebody on the radio, I don't remember who it was yesterday, five seconds, say Sammy Sosa was dirty and we suspect that Bonds and McGuire are dirty. Why? Suspect? If you're saying Sosa's dirty, then you have to say Bonds and McGuire yeah. How do we too. know? I mean, I don't want to start throwing allegations around, but how do we know five years from now we, so don't, we, don't. we don't come we don't. out on no, there? No, we, we don't. We don't. Right? We all assume that Ken Griffey Jr. was clean. Right. We all just assume that. Is it yeah. bad? Is it bad that that's the, the most favorable I've ever remembered the game? Is when yeah. Was a lot of people feel like that, that way. Yeah. That messed well, up. That, by the way, their attendance was through the roof and ratings yep. were through the roof. Yeah. Exactly. Chicks, chicks dig along. Yeah, they you know how you fix the... it? You move the fences in. <laughs> Could do that. You move the fences in. That's the modern day steroids. Two fifty. Two fifty to dead center. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'd be okay homers. with three ten down the line, three eighty in center, three sixty five in the power gaps. Yeah, you'd, you'd have, plenty you'd have of guys that would hit eighty home runs a yeah, year. That's Aaron true. Judge hits twenty five balls a year that are caught on the warning track. Yeah. I want to see the contract he's getting this offseason. Oh, my God. And who's giving it to him? Yeah. Well, someone here yesterday said that the Indians or the Guardians are giving it to him. I Well, <laughs> do you know what's going to happen? I didn't say that's actually going to happen. Can that I was give a you all a bold prediction real quick? Sure. The Yankees going to offer Judge like 
nine years for five hundred million. Oh. And then Steve Cohen, the owner of the Mets, who has more he's money. He's got than a lot of money. Oh, that's Steve a great. Cohen. Is going to say whatever. He's going to wait for the Yankees to make I'll an offer. I'll dollar. A hundred million dollars more. If I'm Steve Cohen years. of the Mets, I pay whatever it takes. Well, to look, get Aaron it's Jones. finally paying off for them. Yeah. They've got ninety-five wins. They're going to coast to the. Can you imagine League him East and title? Pete Alonso hitting back to back? Just oh imagine the Mets stealing the Yankees' biggest star. Exactly. If I'm him, if I'm him, I spend whatever it takes to get Mikey. Anything. Clip that right now. That's a great bold prediction. Yeah. I haven't heard anybody make it yet, but that's whatever the Yankee offers. Steve Cohen is going to offer a hundred million. More. So you know what? The Yankees then should offer him ten years, six hundred million. And Steve Cohen, <laughs> what you got, say, Steve? They might offer him a billion. He the guy's got all the money play. in the world. He could pay him whatever. I know. That's I know. crazy. It's just like Bezos paying eleven billion for the NFL. Yeah. That's Someone crazy. told me he makes that in three point six days or something obscene like that. Stop it! I'm like, you got to be kidding. Stop it! He well, makes over a million dollars oh a second. Oh my god! Over a million a second. All right, now that we're all sick. His GDP is more than like every Bolivia. other country. Like there's like thirty five countries. Go look. Yeah, up they a, got brown water in the state of Missouri. Yeah, it's, it so seems to make a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll do a final take. Uh, you know, as I was down and out yesterday, uh, you know, the text message chain went nuts. I was just like, I don't know what the heck is going on. Did somebody die? <laughs> I thought somebody had passed or I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, somebody else got suspended. But but I noticed something, man. Um, I guess Cleveland Scene Magazine came out with their, their top sportscasters. And you know what was really cool? Adam the Bull May 3rd, right? And the crazy part about that is it said ultimate Cleveland sports show behind it. It was, I thought that was had to it better of, (laughs) I thought that was so dope because and we all, we all know bull is awesome. He's been great for a long period of time, but the situation is, you know, when you move and you, and and you go to a different uh, place and you, and you're in a different venue, sometimes you think it might not be the same. Sometimes you, you think it might not be as great, but that just goes to show you that if you got talent, it translates to a lot of different places. And Bull has put in, put in a whole lot of work um, to get himself to be, you know, moved to, to a place where he feels like he could be respected in terms of radio as well as television. So I thought that was a huge thing, not only for Bull to represent us on, on that list, but a lot of great other guys in terms of sports talk guys in, in, our, in our area. But I thought it was so cool because he did it in a new venture. He did it in a new way with the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. So I just wanted to salute him. Thank you. Give him his flowers. And it was cool to see the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show after my name. flowers for that. That was cool. Thank you very much. And G, by the way, finished top five sports talk shows in Cleveland. And it was the only one on the list that's not a daily show. Yeah, that was. For the barbershop. Well, congratulations. In the the 10 years I've been looking at this list, I don't think there's ever been a weekend show on that list, ever. There is now. So shout out to him. I never thought in the wildest dream they put a weekend. Now, how is that? Do we know how that is? I don't, I don't know, know how they determine. I don't it, know how they determine. It's a people vote. It's a people fan vote. vote. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, if it was a people you know vote. what was funny? There, there you go. <laughs> then, what then, place? He finished fifth. I, I finished fifth. Um, Never. I don't think there's ever been a weekend show on that list, ever, as far as I recall. No. They've I been doing that for uh, a while. A long time? Uh, yeah. Shout um, out to you, WKYC number one television. Yeah. And that doesn't surprise me at all. That, that, <laughs> no, listen. No, listen. I, I, I'll, I'll say this. They, I, I've been, we've group, been the greatest. That group up there. <laughs> we've been the um, greatest. I, I've spent. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 20, or no, I've spent 19 years in local, 16 years at ESPN. Of, of my 19 years in local, I've worked at some great stations. WBNS in Columbus is one of the best stations in the, Columbus, or in the, in the country. It was at, when I was there. Um, the group upstairs that I work with at WKYC is the most talented, the deepest roster I've ever seen at a local television station. It's insane. It is insane, the talent that they have up there. Um, so kudos to them. Also, I, something that um, caught my eye, I didn't see it, but someone sent me a text and said, I'm a very good friend of John Tellich. And I guess he finished somewhere on the list. I, I, I don't know. Uh, somebody, somebody said, how about John Telich? Hasn't worked in the market yeah. in over a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And may, I, he might, maybe he was second to, to Jimmy. I don't know. But because yeah. I, I didn't John's see it. John's great. They, JT. They, yeah. John Telich um, was truly underappreciated while he was here. Yeah. But he's one of the, you know, the best. I, I do think Jim Donovan is the best that's ever done local sports. And I'm not saying that because I work at Channel 3. Uh, I, I have, anybody that had ever asked me, you can go back and find in interviews I did in the late 90s, I, people would say, who do you look up to? Jim Donovan. When I was in college at Bowling Green, my, I, I would set my parents' uh, D, uh, VCR to kick on at 6.15 and 11.15 at Channel 3 and to record for 15 minutes. And when the tape would get full, my mom mm. would send it to me at Bowling Green, and I would sit down and watch a month-old sportscasts, one after another, Jimmy, mm. Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy, nice. just to study him and because nobody does it better. And um, we're, we're lucky in Cleveland. Tom Hamilton, Jim Donovan. Yeah. Where, where do, how do you beat that? For a baseball, football, play-by-play yeah. combo, I was listening. New York City can't beat that. Lately, I've been not every game, but sometimes I I try to sync up the TV and listen yeah. to the radio. That is fun to do that. You pause, <laughs> yeah, play, pause, yeah. play. It's tricky, but I got there and I've been doing it a couple times. Yeah, especially since Tom's been on with us. Tom makes a walk with the bases loaded sound exciting. Yeah, it's, it's he's you know awesome. he's just so damn. Good. By the way, quick quick John Tellich story to show how great a guy he is. Last year, we had a major power outage around the area. And right. in, my, in Rocky River, on my block, we were without power for three days. It was awful. It was like 95 degrees every day. With the hoity-toity people over there. the hoity-toity people. I, I live on the non-hoity-toity oh, side of the There is no non-hoity-toity I live on the river. south end of Rocky River. Come on. So, anyway, John saw me tweeting about no power, blah, blah, blah. And he called me. Called, I can't remember he called me or texted me. And, like, I don't know John that well. I know him right. from seeing him at Brown's camp. We're certainly friendly. He's always been nice. But, like, it's not like we're close friends or anything. He invited me and my family to stay at his house. Wow. And this was a genuine offer. Yeah. I was blown away by that. Yeah, that was I, unbelievable. I'm not going to do a final take because <laughs> Nuggets has something. I'm just, yeah. I'll tell you one quick story. Yeah. When I was 24 years old, yeah. I graduated, went to, to uh, Hazard, Kentucky. Smallest TV market you can imagine. Yeah. And I'd worked for two years because I, it took me two years before I was even any good where I wanted to show people my work. I put tapes in the mail to Nev Chandler, Casey Coleman, and Jim Donovan, who at the time were the three sports directors here. Now, this right. was 1989. Damn. I know. And Jimmy's still doing yeah. it. <laughs> and I, I didn't know it at the time, but uh, Jimmy, obviously super busy at the time. He was doing play-by-play at the end, at, with the NBC yeah. for the NFL games. I never heard from Jimmy. Casey had said, I'm busy. Um, 
I think he was doing the radio games for the mm-hmm. Browns. So he gave the tape to, to John Tellich. Well, I got a call from Nev Chandler and I got a call from John Tellich. And they both said, I'd love to meet with you. Let me know when you can get to town. So yeah. I took a couple of days off during the week so I could come up here. I met with Nev Chandler, who gave me unbelievable advice, unbelievable advice on how to break through in this business. But I, John Tellich was busy too. He said, let's go into an edit room and mm-hmm. let's watch your tape. So he put my 30-minute wow. demo tape in a machine with the legal pad, and he hit play. And he would watch something about 40 seconds in. He'd pause, and he'd write something down. He'd say, now let me ask you a question. Why did you do it that way? Not that that's horrible. What are you doing? Right. Let me ask you what was in your head. Why did you decide to do it that way? We sat in the edit room for about two hours. When he was done, he ripped off the legal pad, 14-inch long pieces of notes, and he said, here you go. Here's just some, some thoughts. Mm. Didn't know me from Adam. Yeah. yeah. But he told me later as I got to know John and became friendly with him, he said, we all have that obligation. You know, we're not here forever. We're here for a minute. It's up to us to make sure that the people that come behind That's us cool. can do what we've done. That's people cool. helped me on my way. Yeah. And John and I became very close friends. And every anytime I would come into town, I would try to see him when I could. And it just, I, I tell that story a lot to people that are already in the business and successful who think they don't have time for people that need Yeah, help. it's messed up he, when people he can't DM, help if yeah. you can. He, he DM'd me after watching. He recognized me for playing high school football. Then I went to OU. Obviously, he's a Bobcat. Man, I wasn't doing nothing but, but listening, working on the board. I never even was a host. He said, man, keep working. Like, one day you'll get there. One day you'll get a chance to He's host. very inspirational. Did, like, did that with everybody new to I'm the like, market. That's crazy. So nice. Yeah. We all, we, uh, he was awesome. John, we, we we miss you on TV. Well, hang on. Yeah. Since and y'all, yeah, now yeah, I got to yeah, tell you. Got to you have a good I have a John one, too. <laughs> when my dad died, I wrote a story about it in The Athletic, and he pulled that story and included it in the in the newscast like 30 second clip sort of sort of almost read it like an obit wow included the family picture and my family was just absolutely blown away by it just awesome. blown away yeah. but that's that's JT. he's a great person yeah, that's who is he JT. Is. he's a yeah. great great person and i nothing surprises me about the yeah. fact that he would open his house to you <laughs> yeah, because believe. that's that's that's, that's who crazy he is. yeah so we miss you john yeah. um uh, i know you're enjoying your retirement he's a big he does the mutters yeah. He's very big into fitness. Yeah. Tough mutters. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's a badass. Yeah. No question about it. All right. Go Browns. Let's, Let's go. get, get this thing done. done tonight. If you're going, let them know how much you love them at the start of the game. If you don't like what you see, let them know that too. That's your right. Hopefully, we don't, we don't get to that point. But 21-17, Browns win tonight, and we're going to recap it tomorrow. And the two-minute warning show which has been the best viewing in the history mm. of new shows. <laughs> we love it. At the first two episodes of the two-minute warning, you had Baker Mayfield score a touchdown late to give the Panthers a lead, only to watch it be erased by a 58-yard field goal. And then last week, sadly, after McNuggets declared that the Browns were 2-0, and you watched 13 points be scored in the final minute 55. You never know what you're going to see on the two-minute warning show. So dial it up tonight as you're watching the Browns game. Put it on your phone. Watch the game on TV, and then we'll be back tomorrow. Wait, to I got, I got. You know, let me tell my story real quick. Okay, this is real, real quick. You know what? You're at the gym, and some dudes you just know not to mess with. Sure. Like some dudes just way too big to mess with. Yeah. One of them was eyeing me down yesterday, and I was worried that I stole his dumbbell. I stole his bench. I'm like actually kind of worried. And he goes, "You're the dude from the show, right?" Nice. Mm. And you I did go, that a lot more now. I yeah. have, and now I have a big ally. So shout out to my dude at the gym. I need some lifting tips. <laughs> what you, know what I you know what I thought? 
I thought you were going a long way around for a bill. Bill, I thought he was too. <laughs> I thought he said, "Oh hell no, you just stuck that in." He forgot the bill bar. Infiltrating your heads with bill bar. That means I'm doing my job. Bill bar, pay me more. We will see you tonight at the two minute warning. Yeah, see ya. And Peace. tomorrow. All right, enjoy the game. That's a fire hoodie too. My sons is dressing better. Look at this. <laughs> my sons. <laughs> <laughs>